Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All right, side question today. Uh, Play us. um, Well, today is Kiss of Ginger Day. Hit us with that all-time redhead, essentially. I'll play you Jerry Nadler in a moment. He said we need illegal immigrants. He called them migrants to pick vegetables. And because we need more people, is that replacement therapy? Well, let me go to Neil in East Norriton. This Hunter Biden issue I want to clear up here. Neil's next in on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Neil, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dom. How are you? Good. Good. Um, I just got into the car, and I'm going out to lunch. I'm going to the bank, and I heard you laughing about uh, Hunter Biden's addiction problem. I want to clear something up. I used to be a third-party collection supervisor, and that industry has a lot of recovering addicts, relapsing. There were days where I would come in and say so-and-so is not coming in because they relapsed and had to go back to rehab. I've had days where people have died, okay? People on my own team have died because of an addiction problem. I'm not a Biden apologist. I did vote for him in 2020, um, but I don't like the job he's doing. I'm, I'm appalled that you were making jokes about a guy with a cocaine problem. Please clear that up for me somehow, because um, I know it's your radio show and, and your show, but um, I'm, clo- I, I'm close to a lot of addicts, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't find it humorous. I have to be honest. Okay. With you. you may think that's over the line, and I would tell you, how about uh, prostitutes? How about spending our money? How about this guy is the face of privilege? He's gotten away with murder his entire life. And certainly people who uh, were addicted have recovered and move on with their life. And one of the things to do, I forget the certain step, is to make amends for all the wrongs you've committed. Now, this guy deserves no mercy because he's still doing it and the family's still doing. And and that's why I feel it's fair game. Okay, you think it's fair game. I'm talking from uh, from an addiction standpoint, the prostitutes, uh, the good times, the strip bars. That's because he was an addict. Um, he's, he has to, you know, when you're an addict, they tell you, get rid of all your friends, and you have to go out and make new friends. And, you know, and again, I'm not apologizing for him. But no, no, wait, wait a minute. With all due respect, I think you are. He did those I'm things not. because he's I'm the not. face of privilege and got away. And he's using addiction. He's the one that demeans the struggles of addiction and diminishes it. They're using it. They weaponized it as a shield. This is a very, I was about to, I was about a very to public say, matter, Neil. I, I was about to say if he's convicted of whether it's tax evasion or whatever, he should do his time. But we know in this country, whether it's Republican, Green Party, Democrat, if you have money, you'll never do time. However, um, I, I do believe he's clean now. I mean, I, I, I think he's clean. I don't know. I wouldn't know. But um, I want to I want to go back to the root cause of why I called you know, to be laughing at a guy who, who is a, um, who is an addict, once an addict, always an addict, uh, is shameful. No, no, well, that, you, that, well, okay, well, you see it as shameful, and I see this yeah. as that's only part of his life. We're we're mocking this guy because what else are we supposed to do when he's gotten away with murder for his entire life? What are we supposed to do with a public family who only puts up six stockings for their grandkids because the seventh is the baby he had with a mother? that he is completely delinquent and deficient from. What about that? Is that just part of addiction? I, I, no, I think we're getting away from the, uh, from the main topic of addiction. I think, you're, I think you're looking for things, and 
Um, looking I mean, for things. No, you know, but that's... wait a minute, Neil. You're the one that told me he only did those things because he's an addict. He did those things because he's a wasn't bad guy. Democrats that made the wait, main wait topic Neil, of this addiction. Though? Yeah. Okay. So Neil, did did right, he well, did he it, sleep with the the former the wife of his brother Bo and that relationship? Is that, is that because of addiction or is that because that's what this guy does? I I would answer that by saying I bet you a lot of it was because of addiction, because you know you think that you're you're bulletproof, you can do anything. And yeah, I would say probably ninety percent of it. Okay, is he's, o- of he's, he's over the addiction. Whatever language we're going to use, he's on maintenance. I'll use that for now. And yet, he's still the same guy doing the same things. Essentially, he's then not reforming. He well, right. I, so we are going to mock great, that. This this guy's worthy. But, we're not mocking every addict out there or anything like that. In fact, we celebrate but, people but when they in, call in. You came, you came in from the commercial playing cocaine by Eric Clapton. That was me. And I'll explain my point with cocaine and the yeah. mockery of this. I, I, a lot of my issue, dude, is with uh, it's complete double standard out there. Can you imagine if Trump Jr. was a crack addict who was banging oh, hookers? Like, come on, man. It's, I, didn't, I didn't bring Trump up once. No, I know I'm you didn't, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't think you'd be making this call if we were saying the same thing about Trump Jr., would you? Uh, you don't know me, man. I'm 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 a, I'm a centrist. I'm a centrist. I don't play. I don't play party. I don't play. So can you do, do you agree then that do you agree do you agree then that the Dem, do you agree that the Democrats have made the main topic addiction? They've weaponized addiction to try to defend Hunter Biden. I'm not defending Democrats. Here. No, I'm not saying you are. Neil, no, Dan. What, uh, Neil, what I think we're saying here is: look, this isn't just an ordinary garden variety addict. They have weaponized addiction. So that this guy doesn't suffer any kind of justice. That's what we're kind of screwing. And and I don't know your producer's name. I think in a long-winded way, I'm agreeing with you. I took umbrage at the fact that you're you're making jokes about a guy with a cocaine problem, which is the root of my call. It could be whether it was, you know, um, Hunter Biden, Eric Mm -hmm. Trump, Chase Utley, or some other famous person. I'd be making the same call about your show making fun of somebody with a cocaine problem. Sorry about that, Or somebody that had, that had a cocaine problem in the past. All That's right. the point I, I, I think, was making. I think you're legitimate on that. Thank you, Neil. There you go. All right. So uh, it was back and forth. On the, now we're going to continue to mock Hunter Biden. I despise Hunter Biden. I know I'm supposed to see the big picture. I say this all the time and go after Joe Biden with this. I want this guy in jail. This guy, Nancy Mace, of all people, the other day hit it right. Exactly. He is the face of privilege. We're sick of being told, stop it already with the privilege. Everybody white is privilege. If you're able-bodied, remember we went through that yesterday. You all have privilege. We're sick of it. Democrats, though, every stinking Kennedy up and down the line. Let's face it, Dan, no offense to you, and I I get it why it's a fresh face with Bobby Kennedy Jr. If his name were Kennedy, we would think this guy's a quack out there, even though I think he's a smart guy. How many Kennedys have skated on this stuff And yet, what do they turn around and do? The Kennedys were one of the first. They attack every other white male out there, yet they have to be in charge. Joe Biden's president. Why is Kamala Harris not president? Stop it with the privilege. Hunter Biden is the face of privilege. And most of these Bidens are in the circle grafting off this whole thing. They're the face of privilege. I hate the whole idea, too, that Republicans conservative right. are weaponizing addiction. And yeah, just right. going back to that one individual We're point. We're responding is, to it. And the thing is, like, when we first made these claims about Hunter, it was all about yeah. corruption. It was in a direct right. response to allegations made about Trump and all. Right. And part of that corruption, one 
one segment, one little thing where the prostitutes, the cocaine, oh, cocaine, the guy was an addict. Democrats saw that as an opportunity to weaponize addiction for their own sake to defend the guy, to let the guy go off relentlessly, to completely excuse his behavior and say, look, conservatives are so evil. Look at them, how bad people they are, calling out, making fun of addiction. We're, we're only, under, I'm only underlying this personally, because if it were the other way, it would be freaking ridiculous, man. Every well, every you, night there would be jokes on late night television hear, about it. We already it. hear Don Jr. jokes about cocaine. So concept. if they're going to try to use this as weaponization to make it so the guy is... Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's perfect, and we can't we can't touch him. Then you know right. what? Screw it. I'm going to make fun of that aspect of him as much as I want because they're just blatantly trying to create a political situation out of this. Right, and this is not a private matter. Hunter Biden, we're mocking some private citizen. This is right in the center for, and you know that that's why even people that are Democrats told me, yeah, it is shameful when the Bidens didn't put up the stocking of the seventh grandkid. Is that related to addiction? Well, yeah, yeah, he would know what he was doing. He doesn't know what he's doing about anything. Well, then how is it that he was able to get all that money from all these countries? How does that add up? It's all a very public matter. And I'll admit, you know, big picture, it is Joe Biden ultimately. But Hunter Biden just bothers me because of this whole privilege thing that we have to hear about constantly from the left. And right in front of us is the face of privilege. Hunter Biden. The Kennedys up and down the line. Look at a guy. Look at a guy like Ted Kennedy, still a semi-viable candidate for president. Allows Mary Jo Kopechny to die. Then they get with the parents going off the bridge. The whole thing. Where's the neck brace? The Kennedys did this for years. They're a perfect example. The Pelosi's. They don't want to live by the standards they have set up. So, yeah. So you know what? Uh, we're not mocking. Someone who is addicted. In fact, people that come back from that should be celebrated. Yeah. Um, great comments from Exiled Kraken. YouTube.com slash at 12th WPHD. We're always dining with Dom for the entire three hours now. And Exiled Kraken says, speaking as a millennial, people like that caller have exhausted our tolerance and exploited our value in the individual. Seems a lot of us are fed up. We're now in consequences culture territory. Enough is enough. It's time for responsibility, consistency, and consequences. And I think that expands outward because talking to my dad last night, who's very centrist, very independent, Mm -hmm. we were talking about the situation in Kensington, and he has a very right-leaning take on what needs to be done at this point because we've really gone into an area of, I think a lot of young people are saying, this is enough's enough. Like There's so much going on in the world today regarding addiction that this this idea of let's it's it something's got to change here well I, we didn't even get into the conversation and for years i've had this in talk radio the other thing that gets me the disease part i'm not going i'm never going to surrender on that i i get elements of personality we know this that are more prone to addiction just like people are prone to other things but trying to graft disease onto it is is not going to fly with me all right. And with Hunter Biden, yeah, we mocked it because we had a breaking news from Jeff Van Drew that he's now deigned to comply with this. What we're mocking is not the addiction. Dan aside there. <laughs> what, we're, what we're mocking is this privilege. And we wouldn't talk about privilege. I wouldn't talk about privilege unless every time you turn around, someone is telling you you're privileged because you're a few things that are inescapable. And we, we go through this debate with the left. Con- well, of course, you're privileged. Meanwhile, they are putting their kids into the, quote, top universities. 
Would I want DJ or Luke to go to Harvard? No, I wouldn't, really. You know, if Luke uh, particular, I mean, DJ is his own person, Dan, as you know. He, he's going to make his own way without any uh, anything necessary like that. He's got it when it comes to interpersonal and all that. But if Luke wanted to go to Harvard, yeah, we'd be thrilled, but it wouldn't be the capstone. Wow, Luke said Harvard. You know, did I want to go to Harvard? No, I didn't care. <laughs> you know, Matt DeSantis, is Harvard. It, it's a mark of honor. That is hard to get in there. I mean, so I'm not going to downgrade that stuff. But the elite kids of these families, so-called elite, I'm saying elites, they're in the inside circle. The Kennedys are a perfect example. They're getting away with murder. And Hunter Biden has just done this repeatedly. Is that all due to addiction? Uh, let me go to Steve in the Northeast on Talk Radio 12. Then, hey Steve, afternoon. Good afternoon, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. I did want to comment on Neil's uh, summary yes. of yes. Uh, Biden. Uh, I've worked in Kensington for the past 35 years. We've tried everything, absolutely everything, and now, like you said, we have to switch our thinking. I think now is the time to bring the National Guard in, and I think we're at that point, and we've been at that point, except that Kenny wouldn't move off the dime for this because he didn't want to well, hurt anybody's yeah, feelings. Steve, so first of all, working in that, you have my utmost admiration. That, that is just the work that is unparalleled, and you're right. It's a question of wills, and it's also a question, I think, with the Kennys and others, some of them were Republicans, who allowed this to happen I just couldn't imagine having any kind of power whatsoever going to sleep tonight and saying we're going to allow Kensington to be the dumping ground. It's a question of moral will to say, I don't care what these drug dealers do. You do that. I'm going to do more. I have the power. Ultimately, you think you're a gang. I have the power of the law. We're not going to allow you to do it. We're going to move heaven and earth to stop you. I agree. There are many nights when I don't sleep because of what isn't being done. I didn't think you were mocking the drug and alcohol group when you were saying things about Biden. If Biden didn't use drugs, he'd still be a scumbag. Exactly. That's it's my point. Person. Exactly. That's right. It's his person. It's his character. He has no character. He has no conscience. And, you know, he's going to slip by because of who he is, not for what he is. Well put. Well, Steve, Steve, thank you. Better days coming to Kensington, though. But I, I really mean that people that get involved in that type of work, I hope there's the real rewarding part of it in addition to the frustration that you see. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, I, people that go into professions like this are moving to me. And I have a lot of confidence in uh, Sherelle Parker. The people she's put in charge, this uh, new guy, this captain there is deputy uh, police commissioner now, Latino. In fact, we'll play you a little bit of sound coming up about that, about what they said on Kensington, which is exactly what I said. No. A society cannot say Kensington is going to exist. We're going to allow this, not just for the people that live there, but for the addicts themselves. No. We're just not going to throw it away and say, let's pick Kensington out. How many times have we said that? You think we're going to pick out Chestnut Hill and put it there? No, I don't think so. Rittenhouse Square, that's more convenient transportation-wise than Kensington. No, we're not going to do that. How in the world did we ever arrive at this? And let's face it, that's exactly what they arrived at. 
Kensington will allow to be the dumping ground. They should have put it up on a sign. They should have been man enough to stand up and say, that's what we're going to do. Burgeoning conspiracy theory from the Internet? What's that? Um, that Kensington is an area of rife with corruption mm-hmm. that is purposefully being diminished to this point. So property values plummet, allowing investors to come and <sighs> scoop up property and rebuild it and make killer money. Yeah. Well, so that's... essentially the city is working hand in hand with investors to drive down prices, get private individuals out. Right. To get their hands in and have a very burgeoning, when they finally move the drugs out, a very burgeoning oh, area. Oh, this is Sherelle and, Parker's job. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, we're getting to the point now where you go of, in yeah. South Kensington. It's yeah. every block is rife with these very tall, very ugly five-unit buildings and such. and mm-hmm. uh, Built by huge developers. So I is, why, is there nothing? I, I would love for the Philadelphia Inquirer to look into that. Whether there is right. any truth. To the notion of Philadelphia corruption being involved with private entities trying to drive people out of neighborhoods to drive values down and make some money in the long run. All right. Uh, your conspiracy moment brought to you by which I wholeheartedly uh, look. Tuna Fang writes. Yeah, they say that about parts of San Francisco, too. Yeah, I yeah. just see uh, Sherelle Parker's personality, and it's somewhat that I channel it. That's the way that I feel. I would just say on the first day as mayor, no, you're not going to do it. And anybody that gets in my way... I don't care what I have to do within the law. That's what I'm doing. You can give me all these excuses why we have allowed Ken saying, well, where are these people going to go? And then I have an answer for it. But I'll tell you what, where they're not going to be, and drug gangs are not going to be, they're not going to be in those corners there. Well, I know there's Larry Krasner, and that means you got to duke it out with him. And I hope that Sherelle Parker doesn't go, oh, what a pain. I got to duke it out with Larry Krasner. I would rather you adopt the attitude, man. I've been given an opportunity in life to stop the most arrogant, malevolent force that we've ever seen in Philadelphia. This clown DA. All right, another uh, ginger for us today here on the Dom Giordano Show. Great call from Neil. We appreciate it. Uh, Bill Baggins on Twitter said, yeah, there's a big difference between someone who has repented as an addict, we use that term, and Hunter Biden and the family. Now they're trying to, uh, James Claiborne the other day, well, Joe Biden is like father of the year and he's being punished because he stuck with his son in the depths of this. Oh, please. I mean, you just can't, you just can't continue to spin this. All right. We see what's going on here. You know, whether all the dots are ever going to be connected legally to Joe Biden, we'll see how that plays out. But the breaking news, if you missed it, and Jeff Andrew gave it to us, he was in Jim Jordan's office right before he talked with us, is that Hunter Biden has said now he will sit for the deposition. That's the private hearing, if you will. Now, will it be the way, and Van Drew was right on point, that every American citizen would have to go through versus him wanting privilege again to just testify in person and say, what, Fifth Amendment? So he will sit for the deposition, and Van Drew gave it to us. Fox has it now. He gave it to us, it seems like, 45 minutes ago. That's where the Hunter Biden talk came from. We'll see what that means, what the details are, because they're going to hold off on a vote, they think, this week to uh, move to hold him in contempt. And that's why Van Drew brought it up. All right, so uh, side question today. Hit us with that all-time ginger. It's Kiss a Ginger Day. Wanted to play you Jerry Nadler. 
because we were talking about what's happening at the border. Nads. Nads, who's lost a lot of weight somehow or another, looks even worse. He's looked better heavy, I think. <laughs> but here's Nadler giving Put it us. Back on, Nads. Yeah, the two big reasons why we need. To have illegal So hold on. Do his pants now come up to his chin? Oh, God. He still has that type <laughs> of thing. Yeah. You know, that is one of the worst looks for a man to see what the pants. What is with that, man? Yeah, well, why? Over the belly button. Yeah, why do you pull your pants? I don't understand. What the, is it a body configuration? It, I think it, I think it's like a body, you know, a... Uh, what, like, not dysmorphia. Like like yeah. a thing that you're, you're, you're ashamed to a degree, so you pull it up to try to look skinnier. Uh, maybe, or you know, it's it's just like a look that a lot of people used to do too. Even if they were kind of thin, I've seen that look with the pants. So the the look, I I think yeah. it is when you have skinnier legs, and ah, if you were to it. put it the around your legs. hips, you're gonna yeah. have a big gut hang over your pants. Yeah, lines. it's a skinny you pull leg it over thing. the gut, so you don't yeah. have the you know exactly the, it's, the muffin it's, top. It's a skinny leg thing. Yeah. So here's Nadler. The two big reasons why we have illegal migrants, immigrants. Uh, one is, well, obvious farms. But then he says the other one, and I thought that's the replacement theory. Here's what he said. And we need immigrants in this country. Forget the fact that the farm, that our, our, our vegetables would rot in the ground if, it weren't, if they weren't being picked by many immigrants, Inner many dreams, illegal Nads. immigrants. Yeah. The fact is that the birth yeah, rate in this country is way below replacement level which means our population is going to start shrinking. And the ratio of people on Social Security and Medicare is going to increase relative to the number of people supporting them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's whoa. the replacement theory. Whoa. We need hey, to now. replace Americans now. We don't have enough of them. Let's bring people in that are coming here illegally. Well, you're not supposed to say that. No, really. you can't. No, you that, can't say that. That's a very that. racist notion. That's one of the outcries. That and the vegetables. And he paused for like a half hour. I'm thinking something wrong with the tape. Like, as we know, I'm very yeah. rife with the online conspiracy theory yeah. community. And even the yeah. replacement oh, yeah. theory is moderated against, like even right-leaning, because it's yeah. they're very noted as a racist oh, theory. You know? It is. And uh, by the we'll way, we got a shot now. across our bow, I think, by our conversation. Dining with Dom was picked up, Dan. We were talking about... Um, January 6th, and some moderator of some sort put what up on our, our uh I don't know if it's page. a moderator or an automatic trigger, but we always, right. we're always dining with Dom. And right. yesterday's show, I went back to uh, you know pull the title and copy and paste it. And I was stupid that I did that and didn't change the number because I got the date right. wrong today. Uh, but uh, side note, uh, but under, if you go to yesterday's video, we now have a, a fact check uh, that uh, what January 6th actually was. I guess we spoke too much about January 6th that we triggered something in YouTube for them to add context to the video. And what did they say it was? Uh, they, they posted up the uh, Wikipedia link because and that's, that's the arbiter source. of truth. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, where'd it go? Well, I had it here. I, I lost it. I okay. Do they say it's an insurrection? Is that it? Um, here we go. Context. January 6th, United States Capitol attack. On January 6th, 2021, the United States Capitol building is Washington, D.C., was attacked by a mob of supporters of then-U.S. President Donald Trump two months after his defeat in the 2020 presidential election. That's all it says. All right, we said it's a riot. But and I click, I why am I that. seeing this? Yeah, what is it that about the riots that uh, doesn't uh, meet muster here? A little bit unclear. So what this is, is, is I asked, why am I seeing this? It's yeah. a topical context and informational panel. When you search or watch videos related to topics prone to misinformation, such as the moon landing, you may see an informational panel at the top of your search results or under a video you're watching. These informational panels show 
basic background info sourced from independent third-party partners to give more context on a topic. If you want to learn more, the panels also link to a third-party partner's website. These information panels will show regardless of what opinions or perspectives are expressed in the video. Information panels may not be available in all... Blah, blah, blah. Just more okay. stuff. All right. So they're saying we were giving misinformation. I don't know of anything we've said that's misinformed. It was a riot. No one's been charged with insurrection, let alone convicted of insurrection. So ergo... You can't label it an insurrection. You got to charge somebody to label it an insurrection. Wikipedia is the independent third party. Yeah, well, this is this is anyone can go on Wikipedia and alter an entry. Exactly. But I'm wondering what it is that you're not allowed to say. And I think it's obvious. All right. Dave in Jersey was next. Hey, Dave, afternoon to you. Hey, Dom, how you doing? Good, Dave. All right, I'm a, I'm an alcoholic. I got 32 years sober, right? Well, congratulations, first of all. All right, so number one, Hunter Biden is a scumbag. We know that. Come on. And Joe Biden, you know, he uh, I forgot the name of the word. It's uh, you know, he lets them do it. It's okay as long enables as he brings him. in the millions. Yeah, enables him from China. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there has been... That that guy who called you up before was totally wrong. You don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, there's no amends made here. There's no making amends doing any of that with Hunter Biden. In fact, all he does is continue down this path of doing whatever he wants. Yeah, it's it's privilege, you know? It is. Me and you, we'd be in jail. Well, he still may be. That is my hope. But, Dave, thank you. And, again, 32 years. We celebrate that here. I mean, how would you not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. I, I can't imagine, uh, you know, going through that, coming out the other side. But part of the whole process, as I understand it anyhow, is renouncing that, making amends. Hunter Biden has done none of that. In fact, a lot of this stuff is post the throes of addiction. You know, uh, Dr. Jill Biden yesterday said this was cruel what uh, Republicans are doing. By the way, Dan, she had something we didn't play yesterday. Let me see if I see. Yes. Here's Jill Biden. And this is a tactic. They put the uh, Jill Biden out there. She leans in. You see her neck. She leans in more. And she says, basically, well, we just want to get along. Why are these people on the other side not wanting to get along? Yeah, you want along as long as you're in charge. You want to go along. Let's all go along as long as Joe Biden's president and she's first lady. Listen to what she told Mika about she just feels for the country. You realize, Mika, we had an insurrection? How could that happen? Here's the doctor. This has got to be so different than any races that you and your husband have run. Yeah. Um, It's a little scary. It is a little scary, and I think it's, but I, I think it's not just for me and for Joe, mm-hmm. but just to see what happened. I mean, look at the insurrection oh, that took place. I mean, it's just so hard to believe that the United States of America witnessed an insurrection. I think Americans were just stunned by that. I guess they're being called uh, by the front runner, Republican front runner, hostages, those who were or patriots, you know, <sighs> as he, he doesn't call them what they were, insurrectionists, dangerous extremists. And you still want to be in the fight? Oh, that makes me want to be in the fight even more because we have to win. 
we must win. We cannot let go of our democracy. There you go. We're a republic, lady. Mika, have a job. Aunt Republic. Just once can somebody say, well, you know, it's a small point, but we are a republic here. Our democracy. And that sounds so pedestrian of Dr. Jill Biden. I mean, just the iteration, the thought process there is so just, oh, well. And there's that, that I still want to be first lady. We're not leaving this White House. You think you're getting us out of here? Maybe Joe could do another term. Maybe the country will want that. All right, we'll take uh, some of your calls coming up. Hit us with that all-time redhead. Kiss a ginger day. Uh, We have our entertainment guy, Scott Cronick, coming up. We have Curtis Sliwa leading a big protest today. People have had it in New York. He ran for mayor. I'm sure he's asking them, well, did you vote for a Democrat for mayor? That's what they're going to do. Put illegal people here in school buildings and tell your kids to go remote. And we got a great prize at 213 for Dom's Money Melody. All straight ahead on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano's show, explosive show already. If you missed it, Rand Paul was on right at the top today. He's at the very top of the news. All out, never Nikki. Hashtag never Nikki and the website uh, with Nikki Haley. A non-endorsement, endorsement, all-timer, really, to come out in this manner. Yeah, I've talked to Kennedy. Of course, I like some things about Trump and DeSantis and Ramaswamy. Uh, by the way, uh, let me play you, uh, I think it's John Heilman. Here's what he said about how the bad weather, freezing weather in uh, Iowa. Now, this um, is going to be um, worse than usual. Usually in Iowa, it's not so good, cold, snow, and all that. And I'm kind of looking forward to Kansas City this weekend, Dan, the game against Miami, because I don't like Andy Reid. I like Mahomes. But you know what? I really love it when teams from Florida, particularly this know-it-all coach, who's kind of cool, but he's a know-it-all, with the pantaloon pants and all that stuff. (laughs) And Tua, who grew up in uh, Hawaii and now has just played in Florida. Uh, What's the line on that game? Uh, Yeah, yeah. You don't like Mike McDaniel, though? No. No? But what's the line on it? Because it's supposed to be real temperature, 20 below. Uh, here we go. Uh, four and a half in favor of the Chiefs. They're four and a half well, eight point Ch- favorites. Chiefs are pretty bad then because... An over-under of 44 points as well. Yeah, well, I could see that with the weather, but they must be pretty bad. You get three points for the home uh, field advantage. But I got to tell you, Dan, that might be for FanDuel something to lay it on. I have no faith in a team playing in the sunshine and everything is funny all year long in Miami, right? I, I don't know, man. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Like, I, I, would, I would bet you straight up on this game that the Dolphins are going to win. Okay, well, we'll see because playing in the cold in that situation. It's you, huge, but. It's like a dome team. It's worse than a dome team. A dome, well, at least it's still cold outside. You're used to nice weather 24-7. I think it weakens you. It really does. And then you got to go into... 20 below. Oh, my God. I am predicting, if you want to put some okay. money on it, 150 yards and two touchdowns for Tyreek Hill. Okay. Um, Dolphins, at one point during the season, looked like the best team in the league, just overall. Uh, incredibly powerful yeah. offense. Um, they, they've fallen off track a little bit. But the Chiefs, on the other side, have looked terrible this year. They have no receivers that uh, can catch Patrick Mahomes' okay. ball. Travis Kelsey's trying to do too much and trying to look good for uh, Taylor Swift that... 
their team is not what it was in past seasons. So I, I really think the Dolphins are going to go in there. And All right, you're completely discounting weather, and that's a mistake. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think the number one person is Tyreek Hill, who's used to playing in that weather. I mean, he, he used to be the chief. Yeah, you know? I know that, that but I mean, I think um, quarterback from Hawaii, the whole offense with this, whether I don't care if you're a pro or not, it, it really, when it gets to this extreme, the hardier team is probably going to win. So that's, that's what I'd look to bet on here. Surprise that Vegas doesn't see it my way, though. Only four and a half for the Chiefs. So I'm taking the Chiefs in this. I'm not going to be watching it since it's on Peacock, so that's another story. All right. Um, by got to get on that Peacock, man. Yeah. By the way, um, Bill O'Reilly, I didn't think he would go with this, but he must see an angle here. Bill O'Reilly's gone down Broadway, and he's demanding answers because the Florida Freedom to Read Project has obtained a list of books that have been removed from libraries in this Escambia County Public School District, and it's kind of embarrassing, Dan. Now, I'm in favor of getting Lawn Boy out of school libraries, but they have taken the Guinness Book of World Records and O'Reilly's Killing Jesus and killing Reagan off the shelves. Oh. Now, what I'm perceiving is there's some idiot there who thinks O'Reilly really is talking about killing Jesus. And I guess the other is they like Ronald Reagan. So I thought O'Reilly would just laugh at it. But no, apparently he's demanding answers. He's going to get to the bottom, taking O'Reilly's books out. Good. This kind of undercuts the whole movement to stop being uh, nonsense books in schools when they do stuff like this and the other side is using it it also contains stephen king john grisham and nicholas sparks yeah ban nicholas sparks that guy he's a nice guy i've interviewed him for a book have you really books, yeah yeah how'd that come about did, uh, did you reach out to him or he reached out to you no well, we got him i mean i have uh everybody and larry menti helped us with nancy odell i got the head of comcast david l cohen helped with that I got Dr. Phil. But Nicholas Sparks. Well, we try to be as broad as we can for it. Yeah, yeah. How many teenage girls are listening to the Dom Show? No, this is a book on teachers that inspired you. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, we're talking for, okay, got you. Yeah, oh, that makes, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean. I thought you came on to like a long-form interview about the notebook or something. No, no, we even had one of the rogue NASCAR drivers. He didn't say too much, except he hated NASCAR. So it's, <laughs> uh, it's in progress, but I have the interviews. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating book. Yeah, Dr. Phil said uh, his all-time was a coach because he moved around a lot he got to a new school and the coach said throw the ball to the fat kid over there (laughs) that was dr phil all right let's go to uh bill in box hey uh bill afternoon who do you have to kiss a ginger day yeah i got a good redhead uh born in broomall pennsylvania all right and uh he was part of the partridge family and also a dj on eagle 106 in philadelphia danny bonaduce yeah, good guy, too. I think he's retired, which uh, surprised me. I saw that recently. I think he wanted to do political talk at one point. It was talked about on the station, Dan. Uh, that would have been wild. Yeah, he did He did retire. This actually just okay. came out about a month ago. Yeah. He was retiring from that yeah. station in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Come back to Philly. Yeah, he's yeah he's a very good guy. Uh, Robert in Ben Salem, and then we have our entertainment guy. Robert, good afternoon. Hey, Dom, Dan, how are you guys doing? Good, good Robert. Um, I don't want to cast aspersions on the caller who was complaining about us making fun of um, 
addiction, okay? I have addiction. My father died of an overdose. I'm older, already older than he ever was, so I'm, I'm familiar with him. But you're in America, okay, and you know darn right well of the American sense of humor, and I would submit that if it was Donald Trump Jr., it would have already been a skit on SNL, and our caller probably would have thought it was amusing, okay? So stop playing everything. Again, we don't care about his addiction. We care about the millions him and his father took in and bribes, period. The addiction and, you know, doing lines off the bus of strippers, that's comedy. And if you're going to tell us not to laugh at it, you're in the wrong country. Well, Uh, you're right that Saturday Night Live and everybody else, mainstream operations, they already do it to Don Trump Jr. and everybody else. And they're they're not charged with that. And particularly what gets me... They're obviously weaponizing addiction to try to stop him making amends for what he's done. Why not? They weaponize everything yeah, else. Exactly. What do you think? That's a holy grail or something? Well, um, to, you, rate, you know what, Robert? Yeah, what I was going to say is it is, though, and, and you would know seeing somebody go through it, it is to me because America's come a long way now that they celebrate when someone beats something like that. So America's Absolutely. not a place that beats up on people. But they don't like it when it's phony and you're just using it to protect yourself. Especially, oh, never mind. I'll stop yeah. there. But um, I'm going to go with the side question. I, if, if I was playing categories, I'd be getting two points for this time. <laughs> because I think, I think I found a ginger named Ginger, and that would be Ginger Rogers. She was a redhead who dyed her hair blonde and uh, to get ah. cast as a gangster mole in a movie. And then she kept it. Very nice. Have a nice weekend. Yeah, Ginger Rogers right there in the name, a ginger. All right, coming up, Scott Cronick, our uh, entertainment guy. And, Dan, I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I told Ro it's on our agenda. Uh, has a great uh, film that's still in theaters somewhere and uh, can be found streaming. Peacock, et yeah. Yeah, Peacock. Oh, Peacock again. <laughs> Now, the NFL, how do they get away with it? They can do anything. That'd be a great experiment. What can the NFL do to you and you'll still watch? Dom Giordano Show. By the way, calls growing for Nick Saban to challenge Tommy Tuberville to be a U.S. senator. (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) Well, that's Alabama. Why not? Uh, Let's go to Scott Kroniker, entertainment guy. Hey, Scott, welcome back. Hey, sir. How are you? Good, Scott. Hey, uh, Scott, before we talk about the holdovers, which is available on Peacock, do you have any sense? um, It's going to be interesting this weekend. We've been talking about the NFL now. Ransom, you got to go to Peacock to see a big game this weekend. How's Peacock doing? Do you have a sense that uh, people are paying up to have Peacock? Um. I think that all of the streaming services, for the most part, are, are really trying to find that audience. I think Peacock is certainly uh, one of those, especially in the markets that, say, aren't Comcast, um, you know, subscribers. I think so, like, in this area, I think you, you have a better chance of, say, somewhere where, you know, in the middle of the country or something where you don't or uh, in the south. But I think that um, – I think that they. I think a lot of these streamers are having real difficulties. That's why you're trying to see them start and emerge, or you know, mm-hmm. uh, like Hulu and Disney and all the like. What what are they going to do in the future? So I think Peacock is probably in my in my estimation, and I don't know this for a fact. Is probably it's not not going to be the Netflix or Hulu or Disney or even Amazon. I, I have a feeling it's uh, it's it's far it's far below all those. Yeah, imagine a business decision. Apparently it's $110 million. I don't know how many NFL exclusive games you get for that, but a big playoff game this weekend. Still, that's a lot of money. You really got to 
uh, on our people, these NFL fans, are they going to say, yeah, I want to have this uh, service when they're mad they can't just watch their hometown team play? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, in the home, well, here's what I do know. In the home markets, they're showing it on regular television. Oh, so, okay. So it's just out of, okay. so out of market, you have to pay for it. But uh, so that, that begs the question, does anybody in, you know, uh, wherever, you know, Atlanta care about, you know, Miami and Kansas City? So, I mean, or, or, and are they willing to spend six bucks to see it, right? So, uh, and then you get a month and then you got to figure, oh man, I got to go back. If I don't really like this channel, I have to go and unsubscribe. And is that going to be a pain in my butt? And so, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, I think if you just said, hey, it's six bucks uh, for, for this one day, you don't have to sign up and you're not going to be renewed automatically. More people would be in for it, but people like, and I'm included, you sign up for something, you forget about it. And all of a sudden it's on your credit bill, your credit card bill every month. And you want to kill somebody. Oh, you know? I can imagine with you, with, with what you do. Well, I avoid that because I agree with you. No matter how relentless you are to remember and what you do as far as entertainment, watching all this stuff and your own desire to do that. Oh, man, every month I'd hate to be there to see that. So let's talk about. Hey, by, uh, the way, yeah. by the way, Dom, I just found it out. Uh, uh, Peacock lost $2.8 billion in 2023. Wow. Oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. That's not going to be the Netflix of the future. No. Uh, Scott, the yeah. uh, the holdover. Stan uh, swears by this. He even thinks my wife Roe. We have a issue there sometimes. R- Rom coms are the thing I have to fight it back against. I'm so nervous to hear what Scott's going to say about this. Yeah, the I've, been, I've been hyping this up pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, oh, he's been going crazy here, Scott. I uh, know it's one of the top five films of the year. No oh it's God! A- All right. Yeah. Well, well, you know why? Because um, it's just so well acted, so well written. I love the way it was filmed. Um, uh, he's a great director. And I, I, you've seen Sideways, right? Before, oh, yes. Dom? Have you yep. seen that movie? Yep. Sure. You like that? Yep. Well, then you're going to like this. I mean, it's same kind of storytelling. And the same, And what's beautiful about this movie is how you really feel like you're in the 70s because it was shot and the, and the, and the sets and everything. It's just the clothing and everything. It, it, the way the film even looks, like, you know, like the, the gloss over the film makes it seem like you're looking at the 70s. The titles of the film are, like, in the 70s fonts. Like, when you turn that on, like, if you were in a time machine and somebody said, oh, this was made in 1976, you'd be like, oh, okay. One of the you know simple I mean? things like, that they do, Scott, that is huge is uh, the transition shots. Like, when they're traveling, they'll do a long panning shot of a car traveling, and they, they stay just on the car for a good 30 seconds or so, and that's something that was strongly used in 70s uh, cinematography and such, and it just disappeared, and... That simple return just brings you right back to the great American films of the past. Yeah, and Alexander Payne is such a great director, and I don't think it's any coincidence that I think Paul Giamatti's two greatest performances of all time are sideways in this, and I think this one's even better, Dom, to be honest with you. All right, got to get it. Now, Dan, you said it's a movie theater, so, right? Uh, I don't know if it's still in theater. It's available on Peacock. That's where I saw it. Yeah, that's the thing. So if you spend the six bucks for that Miami-Kansas City game, take advantage of it and watch holdovers while you're at it. But, but um, Dom, here's what I will say. Here's a little trivia for you. Uh, the, the, the main kid, it's about uh, the student who, uh, who Paul Giamatti basically has, has to watch over Christmas vacation along with this other woman who won the Golden Globe, um, who's the, uh, the cook of the school, 
he's from Egg Harbor Township, uh, right, right here in New Jersey, right, 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 right next to us. Oh, so, uh, I didn't realize his name, that. His name's Dominic Dominic Sessa. Uh, yeah, he's a young, uh, you know, I think he's 20 or 19 or something like that, and no one ever heard of him until now. He uh, thought, a lot of people thought he was going to get nominated for uh, a Golden Globe. He didn't, and some people are still crossing their fingers that he gets nominated for an Oscar. And to add on top of that, today, Carver Township tie, Divine Joy Randolph, who plays Mary, uh, she's also in uh, Only Murders in the Building. Uh, she grew up in uh, Mount Airy, Philadelphia, so another local tie there with uh, this film as well. Uh, Roe gives high praise to uh, the Murders in the Building thing. I was, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I like Steve Martin oh, Dom, a lot. Dom, I hate it. Oh, I, I, I watched four episodes, and I said, what do people like about this? This is I awful. awful. I, I would agree with you. Look, Steve Martin, I really like. Martin Short seems to be a guy glomming on here to me. That's a little bit of my review of it. Uh, Scott, uh, let, I, let love, me, I love Steve Martin. Let me ask you then, uh, right now, coming up, what are you anticipating the most, either TV, series, film? What, what, is, what are you looking forward to? Ooh, what am I looking forward to, man? Um, geez, that that one catches me off guard a little bit because I it's that time of year where I'm almost hoping that some of the movies uh, that are going to be nominated find their way to the theaters that never got here. You know, so mm-hmm. um, you know, like um, there, there's a there's a film there's this French film that just won. Um, uh, uh, man, I can't really think of the name of it. Uh, I just won the Golden Globe for Best Foreign Film, and it never got here. And I'm like, okay, this is because this is the worst time of year and the best time of year in a way. You get to watch all these great movies that maybe didn't get here or they're coming out on streaming or whatever that is, but it's the worst time that are going to be Oscar uh, nominees. And it's the worst time of year because you have to endure awful, awful movies that are coming to the theaters near you, like terrible horror movies that are so bad they don't want to release in October, you know? Well, how about uh, the trailers? Uh, you and I agree on uh, Maestro. We talked about that the last time. Um, how about Poor Things? I've seen the trailers for it, at least. What can you tell us about so, that? All right, yeah, so Poor Things uh, is a amazing film, and it's my second favorite film of the year after... Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, but it is a completely different kind of movie. It is artistic and weird and strange and uh, definitely not for everybody. And but everybody in it is is just absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, Willem Dafoe plays this scientist who basically has he's like a Doctor Frankenstein kind of guy, but a very nice Doctor Frankenstein. If that makes any and, and he kind of takes this girl under his wing and puts uh, a new brain in her and and then he has to like raise her even though she's this beautiful woman uh she has to kind of develop just like everybody else would so she starts with uh, when you first see her she's like a four-year-old brain and then as she evolves in life how she adapts to life, how she mm-hmm. kind of becomes her own woman, how she goes from like wanting everybody to do things for her to kind of being this little independent creature and, uh, and, and how smart she becomes from being what, what you saw, the imbecile you saw in the beginning, and then all the men who fell in love with her. And, and, and it's just this crazy, beautiful tale uh, by Yorgos Lanthimos, who also made uh, The Lobster, uh, which I never saw until recently, and then another great one called um, uh, The uh, killing of the silent deer and i never saw that either but i went and watched them because of this and all those movies are great but poor things is, the, is to me the second greatest film of the year great stuff scott thank you where do we find all things scott chronic come see us tennessee avenue be around watch the playoff games even the chiefs miami game <laughs> nicely played <laughs> thank you scott enjoy the weekend all right thank you all right one of our favorites uh, curtis Sliwa leading a big protest today i believe in uh, new york in brooklyn 
uh, where this high school has been shut down for remote learning to have illegal immigrants in there. Curtis next and Dom's Money Melody here on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.